It is Wednesday, July 15th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. The 32nd annual Brad Doty Classic was last night at Attica Raceway Park for the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars. We wondered yesterday what the field would look like with Ohio just coming off their speed week, but the drivers definitely came out in force. 42 cars signed in, including Kyle Larson, Tyler Courtney, Jack Hoddenshield, Tim Schaefer, and many others. Uh, after two rough nights in a row, Brad Sweet was looking to rebound. He went quick time in his qualifying group, but had trouble in his heat race and ended up in the night's last chance showdown. He won the LCS, but that was only good enough to see him start 21st in the feature. We predicted yesterday that Kyle Larson was the favorite to win with shots not far behind, and those predictions turned out to be good. Larson started on the pole with shots to his outside, and it was Larson who jumped out to the early lead. Behind him, through the 40 laps, there were several issues. Trying to come through the field, Brad Sweet ended up in multiple incidents, at one point upside down, and he was forced to the work area on several occasions to try and fix problems with his car. After one round in the work area, he even had issues getting pushed off with damage to his rear bumper bar. In the end, he would suffer a flat right rear and would be relegated to another DNF and a 23rd place finish. Out front, though, it was all Kyle Larson, all feature long. He led every lap en route to his third World of Outlaws win in a row. Shots finished second with Sheldon Hoddenshield third, Logan Schuhart fourth, and Jock Hoddenshield in fifth. We talked on Monday about how the points battle had tightened following Terre Haute, and with Sweet's continued bad luck, this championship chase has been completely blown wide open now. Donnie Schatz has pulled within two points of Sweet, while Schuhart is only 14 points back, and now both Cars Macedo and Sheldon Hoddenshield are in the mix, with Macedo being only 56 points back and Sheldon being 74 out. Speaking of Sheldon, last night was his 15th top 10 finish in a row. I want to see if anyone has had a similar streak in the last few years and the longest top 10 streak I can find is Brad Sweet back in 2018. Between Riverside in April and Cedar Lake in July he went 25 races in a row finishing inside the top 10. I didn't look at every driver uh, but I would imagine that's probably unmatched if someone knows of a, of a longer streak certainly let me know. The Outlaws now have a week off before they head to Lernerville Speedway next Tuesday night for the Don Martin Memorial Silver Cup. The World of Outlaws Late Model Series took to Gondek Law Speedway last night in Superior, Wisconsin for a 10,000 to win 50 lapper. I said yesterday that I thought a few Lucas guys would show up with Jimmy Owens deciding to race, and I was completely wrong about that. Uh, he was uh, Owens actually ended up being the only Lucas regular to show up to Wisconsin. Either way, they still had 29 cars in attendance. At the beginning of the feature, it was Brandon Shepard starting on the pole with Mike Prock now to his outside. But Shepard was clear out front by turn one, and that was really all anyone would see of Brandon Shepard for the remainder of the 50 laps. He drove away to a dominating victory, which was his fourth win in a row with the Outlaws. Cade Dillard finished second, Jimmy Owens third, Daryl Lanigan fourth, and Ashton Winger was fifth. Besides being Shepard's fourth win in a row, it was also his fifth win in seven races and his ninth win on the season. Uh... His absolute domination of the series just continues to roll along here. He's led 300 laps in 2020, and his next close, uh, closest competitor is Cade Dillard, who's led 88. Uh, if that gives you any idea about how much Shepard has been out front this season, his lead in the point standings is now 184 over Ricky Weiss. Daryl Lanigan is third, 240 points back. Late Metal Series is back this weekend for two shows, Friday at River City Speedway and Saturday at the Red River Valley Speedway. The Summer Nationals were back racing last night after two nights off. One of those nights off was scheduled, the other because of a rainout Sunday at the Rico Fairgrounds. Late models and modifieds were at Plymouth Speedway in Indiana. Several drivers who ran the Lucas Show on Monday night made the trek to Plymouth instead of going to Wisconsin. They came to the Summer Nationals show, uh, including Tyler Erb, Devin Moran, and Kyle Bronson. In the late model feature, it was Bobby Pierce on the pole with Tyler Erb to his outside on the front row. On the initial start, Pierce actually led into turn one, but contact with Tyler Erb sent Pierce spinning around and 
and out of the lead. The caution did lead to a complete restart with Pierce getting his spot back on the second attempt. Herb this time rolled the top side into turn one and cleared Pierce for the lead down the backstretch. With Herb stretching his advantage out front of the field, Pierce faded back through the top five. His car clearly had damage from the early spin, uh, and I'm pretty sure it affected the handling of his number 32 machine. At the end, it was Tyler Erb who led all 40 laps to grab his second Summer Nationals win of the year. Brian Shirley finished second, Devin Moran third, Jason Fager was fourth, and Kyle Bronson rounded out the top five. In the night's modified feature, it was Mike McKinney who started on the pole with Kurt Spaulding, starting with him on the first row. Spaulding grabbed the lead uh, early in the 25-lap feature, but it wasn't long before he'd, he had company from fifth starting Nick Hoffman. By lap 11, Hoffman made his way past Spalding, rolling the top side to take the lead. Over the final 14 laps of the race, Hoffman driving Justin Allgaier's Federated Auto Parts number 7 was never challenged out front. He drove away to win his first modified Nationals feature of the year. Will Krupp finished second, Hunt Gossam was third, Derek Losh fourth, and Mike McKinney finished in fifth. It was another fun night of racing. There's certainly a lot more to come in the coming weeks with the Summer Nationals. Uh, looking at some news for the Summer Nationals, tonight's show at LaSalle Speedway has uh, been postponed to a later date because of an unfavorable weather forecast. The Summer Nationals are scheduled to be back tomorrow night at Spoon River Speedway. Don't forget, you can watch all of these Summer Nationals live on Dirt Vision all summer long. The Southern Nationals Super Late Model Tour continued last night at I-75 Speedway in Tennessee. Chris Madden entered the night as the tour points leader. At the start, it was Ross Bales on the pole, and he jumped to the early lead over Corey Hedgecock. Hedgecock was good, though, and he took the lead from Bales on lap 9. Hedgecock had to hold off challenges through the race from both Brandon Overton and Chris Madden, but in the end, he was able to take down the $3,500 win. Chris Madden finished second, Brandon Overton third, Donald McIntosh fourth, and Ryan King was fifth. Chris Madden continues to lead the tour points. The Southern, Southern Nationals are off tonight, we'll be, but we'll be back tomorrow at Sonoya Raceway in Georgia. All of the Southern Nationals events can be watched live on Dirt on Dirt and Flow Racing. Uh, we did have some big news yesterday that I wanted to mention before we closed up shop today. Um, the future of Houston Speedway in South Dakota has become more clear. It had been rumored for a while that Todd Quaring, who owns Kerry Madsen's 2M and the Jackson Motorplex, had acquired the track, and now we know for certain that that is the case. Quaring has completed the purchase of the 3.8 mile track and weekly racing will resume on the track's traditional Sunday programs. Up first will be Sunday, August 2nd with the return of the All-Star Circuit of Champions for a $20,000 to win and $1,000 to start show. Both Tony Stewart and Kyle Larson are expected to be part of that race. Advanced tickets for the event are available at HewsitzSpeedway.com. The World of Outlaws will then come to Houston on Saturday and Sunday, August 5th and 6th or excuse me, September 5th and 6th. Um, it's certainly great news that a track with so much history and tradition will keep running. Um, and if you know anything about the kind of evolution of Jackson Motorplex and what, you know, Quiring and his guys have done there, um, expect Husets to continue being a top-notch facility. Uh, kudos to Todd Quiring for continuing to invest in dirt racing and doing all of the things he's done. Um, you, you certainly won't find uh, across the landscape many people who have done as much for dirt racing here, especially lately, as Todd Quiring has. Uh, let's take a quick look at the Dirt Tracker pay-per-view schedule today. Dirt Track Digest has action. Uh, Modifieds create 602 Sportsman and Pro Stocks from Fonda tonight. Dirt Vision has uh, Dirt Cart Esports tonight as UMP Modifieds at the Dirt Track at Charlotte. Fast 4 has Outlaw Winged action from Circus City Speedway. Flow Racing has three show or has two shows plus USAC 24-7. They've got the Atomic Speedway Summer Series, which is uh, 5,000 to win 410 sprint cars. And then the Troy Moyer Memorial from the Action Track USA. Uh, Speed Shift also has those two shows from Action Track and Atomic 
and then Speed Sport has um, the Kyle Suter Memorial for Stock Cars at Buena Vista Raceway. If you want to see more about what shows you can watch tonight and find links to be able to click through to all, those, all of those, you can find them at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's the show for today. I have to head off to Bristol for tonight's NASCAR All-Star Race, so we will close it up here. You can find Dirt Tracker daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook if you'd like to do that. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com, and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker, and the website itself, dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Feeder, and don't forget to sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter on the site. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We will see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. We'll be right back. 